Hey, and welcome to another episode of Unlocking Business Potential, your business and advisory podcast backed by Bedio Tananaki. I'm your host, Melissa, and as always, I'm joined by my amazing co-host, Kelsey. How's it going? Going good, going good. Well, we are going to bring a very topical topic to you today, and that is considering the fact that it is the festive season, um, having that time to really enjoy your downtime and get a little bit of work-life balance back in your life. We tend to just work like crazy throughout the year and we get to the end of the year and we're just really in need of a break. So we're going to have a look at some ways that you can check in with yourself throughout the year and uh, hopefully get a little bit more balance into your life and this one's a funny topic from me because when I think of Melissa she is not great at the work-life balance scenario she has got a whole lot of work in here and not so much life but I'm pretty sure that she'll be able to take some of these tips on board as well (laughs) absolutely take some of our own advice sometimes eh? that is it before we get stuck in I just wanted to throw in our usual disclaimer that the information contained in this podcast is general in nature and is no substitute for tailored advice specific to your particular circumstances. If you do need advice, make sure to touch base with your usual advisor or get in touch with us at melancal at bdo.co.nz. So I guess we kind of want to think about it though. So from work-life balance, what's, what's the point in having a work-life balance? I think that if you are someone that is solely focused on work and you put your all into work, it actually can really harm your business because you lack the perspective that you would get from sitting Mm -hmm. back and spending some time outside your business. And you also probably aren't as energized and ready to get back into work as you would be if you just had a decent size break. That's the thing. Sometimes you feel like, you know, work is a little bit of a grind or your business is a little bit of a grind. And that can be a really key indication that your work-life balance is a little bit out of balance and that you maybe need to find some way to put some energy in elsewhere to, you know, fill fill your life cup up a little bit and and just draw out a little bit from your work one. And when we're thinking from the business owner's perspective, we should probably give some tips because it's all nice and well saying, work less and have more of a life but what are some ways you can do this so I think of really good ways is actually making time to make time so invest in time tracking tools whether that's just putting times out in your calendar which says no I am having a one hour lunch break from this time or whether it's actually working set hours so that you aren't still on your phone at nine o'clock reading emails while the kids are still around wondering why their parents are zoned into their phones and not into spending quality time with the kids Yeah, it's kind of that thing of, and I guess we've seen it a little bit more with um, having lockdowns and so many people working from home, but that that same learning is relevant for business owners is make sure that you have not just time, but also space that's your business space, because then you don't take over your dining table or your living room with your laptop and all of your invoices. It has its own place and you go to that space when you need to do some business work during the set times that you've given yourself. And other times, anywhere else in your house, you are just living that you it's not constantly sitting as a cloud over you or over your dining table because it's just strewn everywhere. So it's really having that little bit of really keeping those 
those things separate, even though they exist alongside each other, especially if your premises is your house. And I love the idea of meeting your clients halfway. You're probably used to providing exceptional client service and going to your clients all the time. But why not meet them halfway at a cafe for a coffee or some lunch? You might find that you'll save time, you'll save energy, and also you're bringing it out of the workplace as well, which means that you might, I guess, vibe with that client on a whole other level as well. Just like you may find your office or your workspace or the area that you do your work, that you can get quite bogged down in that and, you know, just breaking free of that space can be a way to really clear your mind. Think of your clients in the exact same way, getting them out of their office space or where they do business and taking that meeting somewhere else may really invigorate them as well. And you may find that you actually get a better conversation or better work with that client by both of you being able to gain that extra perspective. Absolutely. And probably a key one at this time again, have a holiday. So it's very important that you are actually letting your staff and your customers know in advance so that they can plan around you being away. But a holiday can actually make an absolute difference in your way of how you're thinking and how energized you are when you come back. Absolutely. And if you are you know, a business owner that's working in your business, the one thing that can be quite a challenging thought is if you're not an employee, you don't have the same rights as an employee in terms of accruing annual leave throughout the year. So it can be a little bit of an adjustment because you think, but if I go on a holiday, then I'm not in my business or business isn't happening for a week or two while I'm away. But don't underestimate what having that week or two-week break is going to do because you'll see so many things about how you, you can be more productive by having that time away from the business. So even if you are closed for two weeks over the break, you will come back with more energy and be able to to get through all of the work that you would have otherwise and be more valuable to your customers as well. And I'm in the same position as you guys. I own a business as well. And every day that my husband doesn't work is less income that comes into our business. Yes, he could work seven days a week, 52 weeks a year, but that's not going to be sustainable. So we find that right balance and we actually close over Christmas for about two weeks. And the key thing for me is not just about looking after my husband's work-life balance, but it's actually looking after our employees' work-life balance because they are the keystone of our business. So we really need to look after them so that they feel both valued and also so that their mental health and their physical health is at its peak. And if you are in a business where having like a close down like that is quite difficult, then that's where you need to look at how you are resourcing your business. So if you feel like you need to be working in it all the time, then maybe that's when you need to look at whether you do need some staff. And even if you employ a couple of people and you can't close down over Christmas, then you make sure that everybody has a good two-week break away from the business throughout the year, both yourself and those employees, so that they can have that reset, even if it is at different times staggered throughout the year, so that you can keep operating. And if we take it back to just in a basic employment law, we need to think about that employees do have annual leave entitlements. And quite often throughout the year, 
people aren't taking leave. So you'll quite often find that those annual leave balances are really climbing up. So it's probably a really good time of year at the moment to just check in on that. You can legally actually pay out one week of annual leave to your employer employee each year. So it might be a good way to curb that, but to use that as a last resort. Sometimes the value of product increased productivity when an employee comes back might be worth more than having them in the office or in your business for 52 weeks of the year. Absolutely. There's a reason that it is a legal requirement to give people annual leave and it is because having that time away and taking that break is really important for people's physical and mental health that if they were constantly doing all of that work, then it would be very, very taxing on them. So you want to make sure that people are taking the breaks that they are entitled to and then in the same in the same boat, making sure that you are taking that same time away because even if you don't have annual leave, you still have those same physical and mental health needs that you need to take care of. Absolutely. And if we think of the construction sector as a whole, there's a lot of requirements put on us as far as health and safety. And we can only fulfill these requirements when we have a workforce that is able to function at a high level. So having someone that is absolutely drained coming into your workspace might be more damaging than you actually realise. So it is important to make sure that we're giving the option at least of annual leave breaks. And I think being COVID being a something that's been around mm-hmm. us for a couple of years, quite often those leave balances will be quite high. Now, reason being is that we've had lockdowns in which staff haven't been working, but they've been paid out the wage subsidies or something like that. Now, over that time, their balances still accrued and grew bigger but people no longer needed to take as much time off at the time because they just spent four weeks or poor Auckland, 100 days stuck in lockdown and stuck in their houses. So the last thing they wanted to do was take another week to spend another week at home. Absolutely. People haven't been able to travel internationally or even you know at different times around New Zealand. So people haven't been able to take those big, exciting holidays away that they would usually, so people have been more likely to stay put and work through those times than they would have in previous years. So it's definitely something to be mindful of, but I feel like there is a huge feeling this year coming into the Christmas break that off the back of the lockdowns around the country, but especially in Auckland, that there is this huge push to get to the end of the year. Everyone is so in need of a break. So definitely be checking in with your employees and with yourself to make sure that you are getting that that mental health break and and getting that work-life balance back in balance. And I think when we talk about work-life balance and also specifically the mental health, we should look at some resources. So Zero mm-hmm. has the assistance program, which actually provides us a free resource for employees and families in which they can access mental health services to hopefully bridge any difficult times or tricky times that people are going through. So definitely check that out. We'll include a link to that in the show notes. Do you have anything else to add to that, Melissa, for the Zero Assistance Program? You've pretty much nailed it. They have so many resources or they have people that you can have a chat to and really get um, some, some help in some of those areas that you may be struggling. And it's not just for you. It's also... Um, available to your employees but the other thing to be mindful of is that there are other employee assistance programs the zero one is great because 
if you use Xero, then you have access to that automatically. They've made that available so that small businesses that usually wouldn't be able to afford employee assistance programs have something in place for them as well so that you don't have that added cost. But um, you may find other ways that you can um, give your employees that same assistance. Um, But it's just don't underestimate what having those services can do to both yourself and your employees, especially when we've been going through such a challenging couple of years. We truly have. And I think it's kind of getting to the point now, Christmas and reflection time, where you do realise just how hard we've had it. Like we're, we're lucky, yep. we're in Tadanaki and we haven't been in level three or level four for quite some time now. But we do feel for those other people throughout the country that are really struggling. I know that even people are with job losses and everything like that. People are struggling to put food on the table at the moment. So it's about taking that time to reflect and just realising that working all the time might not be the thing that you can then fall back on when you get into those tricky, tough times. Absolutely. And I guess from an employer's point of view as well is that you want to be seen as doing the right things by your employees and not just meeting what your legal requirements are, but you want to be seen as going to the going to the point where you should be, not just where the legislation is. So if you're going above and beyond as an employer, then your employees are more likely to stick around and, and stay employed rather than looking for work elsewhere. Or you'll find that other great employees that are out there in the workforce that are maybe looking for other work, especially at the moment, it seems that with this worldwide migration of of the workforce as off the back of COVID that if you're seen as being an employer of choice by your employees you're more likely to attract other wonderful employees um, to employ in your business and that's what you want you want to have great employees and you want to keep attracting great employees absolutely I would say that most industries at the moment are suffering from labor shortages So Mm -hmm. you really do want to be an employer of choice. So that might mean providing flexibility. So we might not be thinking of your typical work-life balance and take, leave, work, take, leave, work. But flexibility is a way to balance that scale just a bit more, whether it's that the employee could work from home remotely or from the office, or maybe they have the ability to choose their hours. Now, by all means, every business is different. We are not going to be wanting to have a builder turn up to our off our house at midnight saying that they're ready to replace the roof. Like, let's be honest, flexibility in those terms aren't going to work for every industry. But it is about just taking a step back and thinking about where you can maybe incorporate that as well. Absolutely. It's, as you say, it's not going to work for everybody. But, I mean, here in New Zealand, we are one of the least productive countries in the OECD and we seem to be working exceptionally hard to not get the outputs that other countries are seeing so if flexibility and you know really finding ways to invigorate our workforce so that when they're at work they are absolutely smashing it they're being as productive as they possibly can be but that they're not getting bogged down by anything externally because they're having enough time or flexibility outside of work to be able to do what they want to be doing. 
so that when they are they come back again, they are reinvigorated. It's just that constant cycle of making sure that your employees are invigorated, that they don't find it a grind to turn up to work every day because as soon as you start seeing that, you'll see them taking more time to do simple tasks and that's not helping you get your business to where you want it to be either. I have to say that is one of the worst stats that I like to hear and that our productivity being so low because I think that the workforce within New Zealand, we are fantastic people and we are hard workers, but we're just struggling with different concepts and whether it is a work-life balance or other things that you can implement, it does feel bad to say that we are one of the least productive workforces within the, the world. Definitely is a thing where that's nothing to say 100% the New Zealand workforce is incredibly hardworking, but for some reason what we're outputting is less than everybody else. So, you know, we need to find ways and flexibility may not be the only answer, but I think it's definitely there's enough research that's out there that shows that getting some work-life balance and giving employees some flexibility is going to help us climb up that ladder a little bit and there'll be a mixture of other things to bring in to really get that, um, get us competing with some of those higher, highly productive nations out there. That's right. And we today didn't really want to do a separate mindfulness because the key one that we kind of see fitting in with this advisory topic is the 10 hats. So we have covered this in a previous episode. So if you do want to hear it in a full rundown, please feel free to go back and listen to our prior episodes so that you can get a proper recap. But we just want to share this one because it revolves around delegation and how you need to realize that there are actually 10 departments in your business. And quite often you as the owner are wearing a lot more hats than you are equipped with the time and resources to actually be wearing and also you are maybe don't have the right person wearing the right hat so you might have someone who's working in finance who might also be wearing your marketing hat whereas they might not be the best equipped to actually fulfill that role within your business. Exactly and I mean the key thing is with delegation is that by delegating certain tasks it's going to free up some of your time so that you can do other things in in your life that aren't work, whether that's spending more time with family and friends or, you know, having that hour that you can put aside to go to the gym or just get an extra hour of sleep every night. You know, just those basic things where you can look after yourself. And it's the same thing if you see an employee that is wearing too many hats, by getting them into the right roles and looking after the tasks that best suit them, then A, everyone's going to be more productive in their work, but they're also not going to be doing too much so that they can, as I say, be productive during their work hours, but that their work hours are such that they also have a good amount of time outside of work to reinvigorate themselves. Totally. And I guess the key thing with delegation as well is, yes, you own the business, and yes, you are responsible for everything, but that doesn't mean that you need to be everything to everybody so you don't need to be everything to your customers you don't need to be everything to your staff so really consider especially over the break when you maybe have a little bit of downtime consider what your strengths are where are you really able to add value to your business and that might be that you are a fantastic people person and you are great at 
talking to people and bringing in new customers. And if that's your strength as a business owner, then absolutely put your time into that. But if you put a heap of time into doing your finance function and it's taking up you know a good couple of days a month and it frustrates you and it's really draining then you know look at ways that you can outsource that you know whether it's have an advisor or a bookkeeper that can take up some of that function for you or whether it's you employ somebody to do that in-house, then at least that's freeing up your time, that you're still doing those important tasks that need doing in your business, but you don't have to do them. It is. It is important. And we should never discount the freedom and the freedom of mind and the feeling that you get from an extra hour's sleep, from spending an hour at the gym, or even just having a chance to sit down and eat a healthy meal. All of those provide amazing benefits for you. Absolutely that we all we as we say we all get bogged down and sometimes it's just a case of stepping back and really getting some perspective and refreshing how how you do things how you think about things how you rely on the people around you and get everything back in balance because it's very easy to to just jump on the grind every day and just keep keep doing it It but you know, if you keep doing the same things, then ultimately you're going to keep seeing the same results. So start with yourself and start looking at ways that you can get a little bit more balance into your life so that when you turn up in your business hat, you are 100% present and do the same thing for your staff and you'll get great results out of them. And then you can start tackling the other, other things that you want to tackle because you are in the best mindset that you can when you turn up. Absolutely. So I hope you've kind of taken some really key concepts from today, Melissa. Yeah. And that you are going to be spending some time over New Year's and the upcoming weeks, actually spending some time on yourself. Absolutely. And we look forward to hearing from you and seeing how you've gone with all of this as well. Thanks for listening to this episode of Unlocking Business Potential. If you enjoyed what you heard, head along to your favorite podcast app. Like, rate, and subscribe so you will receive notifications when future episodes are released. And if you do have any questions or are in need of tailored advice, please do not hesitate to contact us at melancalatbedio.co.nz. We look forward to joining you next time on Unlocking Business Potential, your business advisory podcast backed by Bedio Taranaki.